Hello, and welcome back to A Time to Bloom, the podcast. I am your host, Chantel Biddings, licensed clinical professional counselor. This podcast will explore how your relationships, your job, your friends, and your life experiences and your faith impact your mental health. So for the last few weeks, we've been having uh, relationship conversations. We talked to the singles about their relationships and how to maintain where they are uh, being single and being happy. And then last week we talked about love yourself. And so on this week, we have a special love and marriage episode. And my special guest today is my husband, uh, Thomas Bidding, senior. And so Thomas, say hi to the people, introduce yourself, tell them what you want them to know. Keep it clean. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Thomas Biddings. I am privileged to be the husband of Chantel Biddings. We have been together for close to 26 years. And in August, we will be celebrating 21 years of blissful marriage. Wonderful. Thank you for joining me, husband. Um, And so today we wanted to talk about love and marriage. And specifically, last week we talked about love yourself Um, But let's talk about the marriage relationship and how do we maintain a healthy and a happy marriage? What are some tips and tools that we can share with people about how we've managed to stay together, um, happily stay together for the last 26 years? Well, I think one of the biggest things with our relationship is our level of communication. We talk, I wouldn't say a lot, but we definitely are open with anything that we feel needs to be said. We've always had a, an agreement in our relationship, whereas we won't let ourselves go to bed upset, at least without expressing what the issue is. Because oftentimes when you harbor things and it carries on for day after day after day, it picks up a momentum and a weight that is even more serious than really what it is. So we always want to make sure that we keep things out in the open, above board, so that both of us understand where the other person lies and how the other person feels. Great, great. I'm glad you launched into the hard part first, because I think that when we talk about love and marriage, people just expect us to talk about date night or um, how to make your partner feel special and what gifts to buy and the importance of going out and spending time with each other. And all of those are very important. But I think a huge part that people never talk about is how to manage conflict in marriage Um, because it happens. We are two different people. We come from two different households. We have two different sets of ideas and views. And um, after 26 years, yes, we see the world probably through very much of the same lens at this point, but there are still areas that conflict arises. And I think it's so important that we talk about how we manage that in a healthy way and how we continue to love each other, 
even throughout the conflict? Yeah, I think it's important to, again, share your feelings. There is a lot of compromise in marriage where, of course, you want to give your partner the grace and the space to be themselves, but you also have to not suppress yourself to the point where as you become regretful or vengeful or kind of resentful, resentful is a good word Yes, of your position and how you've decided to give to your spouse. But true love is definitely a giving thing. And you have to learn how to be able to give of yourself in such a way that is beneficial to both you and your spouse. I agree. I agree. I think that early on, my grandfather always told us to to love someone is to give them room to grow. So I think especially in a marriage, we have to understand that, OK, we've been with each other for more than half of our lives at this point. And we have, of course, changed and grown and developed and and done new things. But I think that we have been very mindful to um, grow together, to keep each other abreast of what's going on in our lives, to make decisions together, to process through life together. I think that has been extremely helpful for us. And since you want to talk about advice that you received, one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever received on marriage is to understand that you need to love your partner in the way that they need to be loved. And that's not a set blueprint from one relationship to another, because oftentimes when you've told someone that you've been married for 20 years, the first thing out of their mouth is, oh, God, how did you do it? It's going to look different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's something that requires you to be mindful of your partner. You can't just go through this life. I kind of like the tax filing. Uh, married while single or, or married filing jointly. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to go into this in such a way where you're mindful of your partner and their needs and their desires and where they're going in life and where they are in life and things like that. You have to be mindful of that so that you can then position yourself in such a way that you love them in a way that's beneficial to them. Yes. Mindfulness in marriage. I think that's a a huge key. You have to take into the account the other person. And I think that um, you say this all the time. When you love someone, you're responsible for them. So it's not just responsible for monetary and financial needs. And that, of course, is great. And I appreciate it greatly. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, But also being responsible for for their hearts, for their feelings, for their emotions, for um, helping them to be the best that they can be. You know, I tell people all the time, marriage is not about finding someone to complete you. It's finding someone to compliment and bring out who you already are. We can't put that big responsibility on someone else to just make us who we want to be, but they definitely should help. They definitely should promote and encourage and inspire you even to be a better you as you grow together in unity. Right. I'm glad you said that because oftentimes people 
will look at something like in the terms of I need them to make me happy. Mm -hmm. They should be a contribution to your happiness. But again, they can't be responsible solely for making you happy. They should be in a place where they can help you position yourself for your happiness. And in that, get some happiness from themselves. Because truly, if you love someone, you're going to be happy with their happiness. Mm -hmm. You're going to benefit from seeing them smile. One of the biggest things in my life to, that fulfills me is to see you smile, especially from something that I've done. Mm -hmm. So we should be mindful to try to influence that happiness in whatever way that we can. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so we talked about communication. We talked about managing conflict. We talked about the importance of growing together. What is something else do you think has been one of the keys? I know we can't tell it all in a short podcast, <laughs> but what do you think has been another key to um, to our marriage? I think that our willingness, so to speak, to really get to the crux, if I could say, mm -hmm. of what makes the other person happy. Mm -hmm. Like you're a very thoughtful person and sometimes you do such, you go out of your way to do thoughtful things to just make me happy. Like, okay, you understand that I may like golf. So you may go out of your way to get me a gift um, leaning towards that. You thought about during the pandemic how even though I'm a gym rat, I was kind of going stir crazy not being able to go to the gym. And you thought it a nice thing to do to be able to get me an exercise bike so that I could still let off that type of energy at home. Just thinking thoughtful thoughts to try to help the other person be happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to encourage happiness. Definitely want to be thoughtful of the other person. And you also want to, I think I'm going back to the same topic we talked about before, being mindful in marriage. I think that is a definite key to what helps us to um, maintain our stance and maintain our love and our commitment to each other. Um, it's just being mindful of each other. I think we had a conversation very early on in marriage that we would not look at the back door to marriage, that there would be no back door. There is no, we, we're going to have an easy out. We have decided early on to stick with it, to do what it takes to make it work, um, to go through those difficult moments. Thank the Lord we haven't had too many difficult moments, but the ones that we have had, we decided to to stick with it, to commit to our commitment, to do what we said we were going to do when we took those vows um, in August, almost 21 years ago now. Yeah, and in any love relationship, I think you have to look at God's love towards us as the image to follow. And if you think about the way that God loves us, the love that he has for us, it's not about the warm and fuzzy feelings or mm -hmm. since we just finished Valentine's Day, it's not about the way that we've celebrated that, just thinking about all the passion and stuff like that. 
God's love for us is a sacrificial love. He gives. For God so loved the world that he gave. And you think about the things that the the things that God talks about with love and it's him constantly giving of himself. And I think that we have made a willingness to give to each other. Again, not about financially and not about gifts, but just giving of ourselves to each other. But I do like the gifts part, just so we clear. Mm. <laughs> I do like the gifts part. Oh, but that's only because you give such wonderful, thoughtful gifts. So, I, so it's thank one you. of your love languages. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> so absolutely, if you have not learned your spouse's love language, we're going to give you that assignment to definitely take the five love languages quiz. That is definitely important as a way to just further broaden your love experience with each other and, and love your your spouse the way they need to be loved and also you understand the way they give love to you um and so i have appreciated you sharing these small tidbits today husband you're welcome sweet love (laughs) so thank you all again for joining me for another episode of a time to bloom the podcast i guess i will have him back another time for us to talk more about marriage we could share it all in this small time space but we will definitely come back and share more about marriage as things go further in the podcast world So thanks again for joining us and be sure to follow A Time to Bloom, the podcast, wherever you can receive your podcast from, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. And we will again talk to you again next Tuesday.